Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 179 of Molin Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. That's right. And I am Mole, and I am uh, here sans Zane today. And, uh, well, you guys are lucky. You know why? Because I may have gotten, you know, weathered out of our live stream this past weekend uh, from the Hooli on the Hudson Irish Festival in Kingston, New York. But uh, we got a couple Facebook Live clips, so you guys saw what was going on there. So I decided that I'm going to dedicate this show that I'm here hosting by myself today to the Irish. That's right. Everything on here today, from the music to the random facts with our girl Hannah, well, the wrestling facts, and everything else will be geared toward Irish. So uh, whether it be Irish musicians or, uh, you know, Irish uh, songs. So uh, we're going to get this thing started because uh, you guys really don't want to hear me talk. You'd rather hear the music and then uh, me come in with a couple little quips here and there. So first, I'm going to tell you where you can find us. You can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find us all over the interwebs, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that good stuff. Even the YouTubes at uh, youtube.com slash digitalzoneent. But we suggest you go to the website to find all things random. And, uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's kick this thing on the gear. We're going to get to our first song. And our first song today is by a little Irish group called The Cranberries. <laughs>
White Cranberries. Great song. Rest in peace, by the way. She passed away not today. So, uh, like I said, we have a bunch of good stuff going on today. Irish facts. So, um, you know, I'd like to uh, go right now, since I'm going to try to keep this thing moving. The, the, the great country of Ireland is, is known for what? Leprechauns and uh, four-leaf clovers and the Blarney Stone. But uh, I know them for a whole different thing. Not just my favorite movie of all time, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. But, uh, you know, I, I because I, I like the culture. I like um, the color green. I like beer. Guinness. You know, I love me some Guinness. Do you ever bob for potatoes? I bobbed for potatoes once in a vat of Guinness. Gotta love St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day! There's something everybody knows it for. But, you know, I really know it. And came to love it. From, uh... Good old college team, Notre Dame. That's right. I used to rock the starter jacket with the little fighting Irish. Little guy, the leprechaun, fighting stance, looking ready to thrash somebody with a shillelagh. Sorry, I'm going to keep doing some really bad Irish accents throughout because I'm an idiot. And it's random and Zane's not here to stop me, so I'm going to do it. We're going to get into another song here, and I'm going to kind of come back, and we're going to talk to our overseas WWE correspondent, Eleanor Wrestling. She's going to give us the whole skinny on what's going on WWE after my good friend and new AEW correspondent here, Tony Morone, the FBI wrestling guy, does our AEW recap of All Out. So, we're going to kick it to our next song real fast. First, here we go, from Boston, Massachusetts, a little rap group came out of the 90s called House of Pain. Jump, 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 jump,
I never eat a pig cause a pig is a cop, but better yet a Terminator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, trying to play me out like as if my name was Sega, but I ain't going out like no punk bitch, get used to one style yo, when I might switch it up, up and around, then buck buck get down, put out your head and then you wake up in the dawn of the dead, I'm coming to get ya, I'm coming to get ya, spitting out lyrics, homie I wet ya, I came to get down, I came to get down, so get out your seat and jump around, jump around. So now, for our AEW All Out 2021 results, I'm going to kick it over to our new AEW correspondent, Tony Marone, the FBI wrestling guy. Hey, thanks, Mole. Hey, my name is Tony Marone, the FBI wrestling guy. Hey, how you doing, uh? Bada bing. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you all about All Out. That's right, AEW All Out. It was I, you know what I mean? It was I. It was Actually, it was pretty phenomenal, if you know what I mean. So, uh, no particular order, all right? I'm going to keep this moving because I know Mo's got some shit to do. All right, here we go. The buy-in, Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta, and Chucky e. T. That's right. And the Jurassic Express took on Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2. Guess who won? Yeah, that's right. Orange Cassidy and the gang won. Yeah, that's right. Marone, like they weren't going to win. You know what I'm saying? All right, here we go. Paul White versus QT. Marshall. Yeah, that's right. Big, big, no BS. Took out QT and his bullshit family. That's right. He took him out. No sign of the gun club, though. No sign. No follow-up. I don't know what the hell's up with that shit. You know what I mean, Mo? <laughs> you know, what, what's going on? why they bring Paul White in anyway, huh? He's not the best announcer. He forgets shit all the time. Plus, he's got a bum hip. How long is he gonna last in the ring? You know what I'm saying? Eh, fuck that guy. You know, hey, next up was that Casino Battle Royal for the AEW Women's Championship, you know. And uh, the winner, the debut in Joker's card, Ruby Soho. That's right, the former Ruby Riot from WWE. You know, she came in, her and Thunder Rosa had a nice little slobber knocker going on, and they tore the house down. But in the end, Ruby Soho with the victory, you know what I mean? She took it to the limit. She took it down. She took it downtown. Yeah. Next up, John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Well, guess who won? Moxley ain't going down on his home turf. No, he ain't, baby. Moxley wins, baby. Yeah. Seven years. Seven years, Mo. Can you believe that shit? Goddamn CM Punk. 
versus Darby Allen. Yeah, this show's all about the Irish, right, Mo? Yeah, well, there's your guy, Darby Allen. Well, guess what? CM Punk put his little bitch ass to sleep. Nighty night, bitch. Nighty night. <laughs> the final fight Chris Jericho versus MJF. Yeah, well, uh, if you thought MJF was going to get the four Pete victory, guess what? Nope. Chris Jericho won. He ain't going nowhere. Nope. He ain't going nowhere. Not at all. Chris Jericho. Next up, the AEW Women's World Championship match. Chris Statlander, the alien, E.T. herself versus Dr. Britt Baker, D.M.D. That's right. The dentist herself pulled out the victory over Chris Statlander. Big match. Eddie Kingston, my dude, Eddie Kingston. Uh, what's up, baby? Brooklyn in the house. Eddie Kingston versus Miro, God's favorite champion, my dick. Cool. My, my own Miro, God's favorite champion. Don't you ever take the Lord's name in vain, you hear me? You punk-ass, gabagool-eating mother... Listen, listen, Eddie Kingston lost. We knew he was going to lose, but he put up a good fight, all right? Listen, steel cage match for the AEW Championship, Tag Team Championships. That's what I meant. God got me all hyped up, taking the Lord's name in vain. I don't know. I don't take that. I got to do me some Our Fathers and Hail Marys and stuff to, to, to get myself right. Hold on. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come in the blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. All right, I'm saved. Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks. The Lucha Bros pick up the victory over a hard-fought Battle. Blood, sweat, tears, flips, kicks, knees, chops, super kicks everywhere. Lucha Bros new tag team champions. Finally, the match of the evening. The world champion Kenny Omega versus Christian Gotta Have the Spotlight Cage. Guess what, Christian? Uh uh-uh, uh, not today. Kenny Omega took you out. Uh with the debut in Adam Cole at the end. Yeah, baby, the elite is crazy. And then guess who shows up after that? Brian Danielson. He's coming out to the yes chance, the rise of the bulk. Oh, my God, people are going crazy. And now we got a feud going on with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. God, AEW All Out was a good, good, solid show. Mole, take it back, you piece of shit. Thanks, uh, Tony. Uh, that, that was Tony Marone, the uh, FBI wrestling guy. I'm assuming by uh, the way he talks, FBI stands for full-blooded Italian. Anyway, let's kick it over to our overseas WWE correspondent, Eleanor Wrestling, for what's going on in WWE. Eleanor! <laughs> Welcome to the rundown of everything that happened in the past week on WWE television on the Marlon's Days podcast of Rambling Randomness. I am Eleanor Wrestling. You can subscribe to my wrestling YouTube channel, Eleanor Wrestling, on YouTube. And you can follow me on social media at Eleanor underscore underscore wrestling on Instagram and at Eleanor Line underscore on Twitter. Let's get on with the rundown. 
On Raw, Rhea Ripley defeated Shayna Baszler. The Viking Raiders defeated Veer and Jinder Mahal in a really good tag team match. Damian Priest defeated Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat United States Championship to retain his US title. Dewdrop attacked Eva Marie before the match so she could no, so Eva Marie was deemed no longer to be able to compete. Karrion Cross defeats Humberto Creo in basically a squash match. Nia Jax pinned the Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, so she's getting a future Raw Women's title match. Omos defeated John Morrison, AJ Styles defeated Xavier Woods, and RK Bro, the Raw Tag Team Champions, defeated MVP and the almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. On to NXT. Saray defeated Mandy Rose via a countout finish. I don't really love countout finishes, they're kind of annoying, but it is what it is. Kylo Ryan defeated Duke Hudson. NXT United Kingdom champion Ilya Dragunov said bye-bye to the United States as he's heading back and full-time to NXT UK. Imperium defeated Drake Maverick and Grayson Waller in a tag team match. LA Knight defeated Johnny Gargano after Johnny Gargano was distracted because he fell into the arms of Dexter Loomis. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Jesse Kamea of the Robert Stone brand. Samoa Joe, the new NXT champion, had a sit-down interview. Roderick Strong defeated Ike Manjiro. And in the main event, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Ridge Holland. And finally, on to Friday Night Smackdown. The Street Profits defeated the Usos via disqualification. Becky Lynch once again refused Bianca Belair's challenge, but she will be defending her SmackDown Women's title against Bianca Belair at Extreme Rules. Rick Boogs defeated Dolph Ziggler in basically a squash match. Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins via disqualification and Edge came out to make the save and has challenged Seth Rollins to a match at the Madison Square Garden special edition of Friday Night Smackdown. Logan Paul and Happy Corbin beat down Kevin Owens on the Kevin Owens show. Sami Zayn defeated Dominic Mysterio and Roman Reigns defeated Finn Balor in the main event to retain his WWE Universal Championship. That was everything that happened in the past week on WWE television. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Back to you guys. Oh, thank you, Eleanor. As always, we really do appreciate everything you do, taking time out of your busy schedule to recap WWE. So, let's get to another song. I was looking through, and I was looking up Irish music and Irish artists. I uh, came across a classic Irish tune. It's a warning at the same time. Uh, Men... There's a certain time of the month when uh, we all just need to get out of the house, you know, for a couple of days, week. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's natural. We just got to accept it, learn how to deal with it. Stephen Lynch has come up with a way. An old classic Irish song, Down to the Old Pub, instead. I'm going to do this song in honor of the holiday we just celebrated. St. Patty's Day. It's my favorite holiday. And uh, I learned a song in honor of it. It's an old Irish song. It's been passed down from generation to generation, from father to son, when the boy's on the verge of manhood. And uh, it's called Down to the Old Pub Instead. Lad, it's your duty to find your lass With childbearing hips and a pink supple ass And make her your wife and love her with love so true Now some rivers run high, some rivers run low When her river runs red then she starts in her flow And it's called menstruation and here's what it means to you 
stand back, her ovarian dam's gonna burst. So don't be afraid, it's a natural ting. Just wad up some cotton and hand her some string. Put the old linens on top of the bed. Get out of the house and go down to the old pub instead. She'll retain her water, her breasts will be tender, and every third word that you say will offend her. Get out of the house and go down to the old pub instead. And she'll want to make love. If you do, you're a fool, cause you'll only end up with a bloody O'Toole. Get out of the house, down to the old pub instead. She'll want you to sample the fruit of her loins But son, it'll taste like some old rusty coins So turn off the light, boy, and take off your hat And drop to your knees, say a prayer to St. Pat Then he'll give you the strength to get out of the bed And for Ireland's sake, go down to the old pub instead When your lady is ragging So drink of your pint, boys And thank your shamrocks That as menfolk We don't have to bleed from our cocks And that we can escape From the lady in red And get out of the house And go down <laughs> To the old pub instead Thank you, everybody! Good night! Thank you, Stephen Lynch Great song Old pub instead so, speaking of the Irish, I'm going to send you right on now over to our Finnish random facts girl, Hannah. Hannah's going to be coming at you with some Irish facts. So, uh, Hannah, let's kick it overseas to you. here to tell you a couple of weird facts and some myths. So, here's a little known fact. Uh, leprechauns, or little people, and their heritage are protected on a European directive. So, basically, they are a protected species. In 1989, Mr. P.J. O'Hare found from Slieve Foyle Mountain some scorched little bones, surrounded by a little green hat, suit, and several other items, including four gold coins. Mr. O'Hare thought uh, that it was a real leprechaun bones and stuff he found, and this led to real national leprechaun hunts for several years. And then a myth. Probably the most known Irish myth would be that St. Patrick drove the snakes away from Ireland. As cool as that would have been, it is not true at all. 
Snakes have not existed on the island of Ireland for thousands of years. The last ice age made it literally impossible for them to survive in the Irish climate. And the next fact. 10 million pints of Guinness are produced in Dublin every day. But who drinks the most of it? The Irish themselves? The Finnish people? No, Nigerians. And then our next myth. Green is the official color of Ireland. Uh, it would be easy to assume so, but no. The official color of Ireland is in fact blue. And then our last fact for today. The term boycott comes from Ireland, and to be more specific, from the town of Ballinrobe, which started and led a campaign of isolation against a land agent called, called Charles Cunningham Boycott. Yes, it was his name. In 1880, all local shops in the town refused to serve or deal with Charles C. Boycott, and as the newspapers reported on these events, the verb boycott was born. So there, here are our facts and myths. And if you want to find me on Align, I'm on Twitter, Hannah's Podcast in English, and in Instagram, Hannan Podcast. And I'm assuming the guys are putting my links down below, and if they're not, you can find them on our last episode. So, I'll see you next time. Bye! Oh, thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, keep the show going here. Let's get another song. How about, uh, oh, God. Oh, let's see. How about Ruby Murray, When Irish Eyes Are Smiling? Can't get no more Irish than that, huh? Kick it. When Irish eyes are smiling, sure it's like a morn in spring. In the lilt of Irish laughter, you can hear the
Oh, it's a great song. They're always after me, Lucky Charms, and all that. So, uh, you know, when I think about um, Irish actors and, you know, uh, the, the, the one that always seems to come up is Peter O'Toole. Because, you know, you can't get no more Irish than Peter O'Toole. Uh, he was in a really good movie that I would like to recommend to you. And uh, so let me give you a little background here on uh, Peter O'Toole. He's a leading man, of course. He was raised in Leeds, Yorkshire, England. Son of Constance James Elliot, and who was a Scottish nurse, and Patrick Joseph O'Toole, who was an Irish metal plater, football player, and race course bookmaker. Upon leaving school, he decided to become a journalist, beginning as a newspaper copy boy. And, uh, although he uh, succeeded in becoming a reporter, he discovered the theater and uh, made his stage debut at the age of 17. Can you believe that shit? I mean, he served as a radio man in the Royal Navy for two years, then attended the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, where his classmates included Albert Finney, Alan Bates, and Richard Harris. O'Toole spent several years on stage at the Bristol Old Vic, then made an inconspicuous film debut in the Disney classic Kidnapped, which was the, uh... One of the first movies I've seen him in um, when I was a child, child. Um, not that I'm saying that I'm that old, but uh, it was repeated on Disney. Uh, and in 1962, he was chosen by uh, David Lean to play T.E. Lawrence in uh, the epic drama Lawrence of Arabia, which was the movie I was going to recommend to you. So uh, in 1962, the, ro the, the role made Peter O'Toole an international superstar and gave him his first Academy Award nomination for Best Actor in a Leading Role. In 1963, he played Hamlet uh, under Laurence Olivier's direction in the premier production of the Royal National Theatre. He continued successfully in uh, artistically rich films as well as less artistic but commercially rewarding projects. He received Academy Award nominations for seven different films. Uh, medical problems thought to have been brought on by his drinking, which turned out to be a stomach cancer, though. Threatened to destroy his career and life in the 70s, he survived by giving up alcohol and after serious medical treatment returned to films with triumphant performances in The Stuntman and My Favorite Year in 1982. So, uh, you know, Peter O'Toole was a, a, a very, very good actor, one of my favorites of all time. Um, and like I said, whenever I think of Irish actors, he's the first one that comes up. So, uh, good on you, Peter O'Toole. There's a little history lesson for everybody. Go on and watch Lawrence of Arabia. Great movie. And, uh, so I would like to finish it off today's show. We've come to about that end. It's going to be a short show, people, because, you know, I'm tired. I'm old. And, uh, I would like to give you my list of top Irish musicians. Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries. We played her. The Edge from U2. Bono from U2. The other members of U2. Inya from Inya. Bob Geldof of the Boomtown Rats. Killian Murphy played Scarecrow in The Dark Knight. Phil Lanott of Thin Lizzy, the lead singer. Ronan Keating 
Sinead O'Connor. You know what she was famous for? Ripping up a picture of the Pope. And I guess singing. Let's see here. We've got, well, a lot of people I haven't heard of. Brian McFadden, I've heard of him. Okay, okay. Rory Gallagher, I've heard of him. Yep. Uh, Ed Sheeran, um, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. So, apparently there wasn't a lot of real famous Irish singers, huh? And, and, and musicians. So, there you go. Uh, if you want to go Irish wrestlers, too, you got Seamus O'Shaughnessy and Finn Balor and, uh, 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 well, you know, uh, Finley. Mm, well, people, I think I've come to my end here. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to play you guys out here with a little ditty from uh, a little group called the Boomtown Rats. I don't like Mondays. Have a good night.